0: Hare Krishna. Our earlier Chamastami stream went a little wrong, so I wanted to uh, read a little more. And I wanted to read from the Sri Garga Samhita. Agamano Dugyoga Varnanam, Description of the Lord's Appearance. Sri Bhau Lasu Mune Mahatmanam, Krishnam Drishta Param, Tatra. Tanme brui kripam kuru. Shyamahu last said, "O sage, O Lord, what did they do when they saw the supreme personality of Godhead? Lord Krishna was greater than the greatest. Please be kind, and tell me." Shyamahu said. Saurya sum pasyatam te sumvai kungjopi Hari sata utaya s tabujasak but Krishna vigrehe. Shyamahu said. As everyone looked on, Lord Hari, the eight armed master of the Vaikuntha, appeared and merged in the body of Lord Krishna. Lina Krishna The perfect, ferocious, and powerful Lord Asinga, who was effulgent as millions of sons merged in Lord Krishna's effulgence. Ratelak Sahayasubre Stitas Then the master of Swetadeep, who was decorated with a thousand arms, came in, a splendid chariot drawn by a hundred thousand horses. Syayukta svaya Swayudadya Parsade Parisevita Sampralino Babova Su. So, peace, Sri Krishna Vikrahe, opulent with many weapons, accompanied by the goddess of fortune, served by many associates, he suddenly emerged in the body of Sri Krishna. Then, holding a bow and arrows, glorious with Sita and accompanied by his brothers, lotus eyed Lord Ramachandra, came in a golden chariot that was effulgent as a million, hundred million suns, decorated with swaying chamaras. Opulent with countless monkey kings rumbling with ten thousand wheels, decorated with ten thousand flags, and pulled by ten thousand horses, and merged in the body of Krishna. Then Lord Yagya, who is known as Narayan and Hari, who is glorious like a flame in the fire of cosmic de- devastation, who is the master of the demigods, and who is glorious with his concert Dakshina, came in a splendid and beautiful chariot and suddenly merged in the dark form. Of Lord Krishna. Then Lord Narayan, whose eyes were large with four arms, who was dressed as a sage, who was splendid like a dark cloud, whose matted hair was a lightning flash, who, was observed, an unbroken, who observed an unbroken vow of celibacy, and who was surrounded by splendid multitudes of the kings of sages, suddenly merged in the handsome dark form of Lord Krishna, as everyone looked on their hearts filled with wonder, filled with wonder, and now understanding that Sri Krishna is the original Supreme Personality of Godhead, the demigods offered many prayers. The demigods said, obeisances this to Sri Krishna, who is the Supreme Personality of Godhead, greater than the greatest, the master of sacrifices, the cause of causes, the lover of Radha, the most perfect, and the Lord who resides in Goloka. The masters of yoga say you are the Brahmani vultures and the great yogis, Say you have a form. Today, we understand your feet, obeisances to you, the master of the Brahman evolutions. We take shelter of you, the unborn supreme, who are free from the material modes, who are beyond the world of matter and who cannot be described. The greatest philosophers cannot describe you, either directly or indirectly, or by the most oblique hint. Some teach that you are the greatest, some say that you are time, some that you are the sum total of everything, some that you are karma, some that you are yoga, and some that you are the first cause. We take shelter of you who cannot be perfectly known by all their words. O Lord, they who reject the auspicious service of your feet and instead visit holy places, perform sacrifices and austerities, and try to cultivate spiritual knowledge, are beaten by a host of obstacles. How miserable! What request request shall we place before you, the pure devotees whose forms are not material of respectful obeisance to you, the Supreme Personality, who, the witness of everything, stays in everyone's heart? O Lord, you are a necklace of moons, she rather places over her heart. You are the source of life for the Gopi's eyes. You are a flag over Goloka. You're the original, supreme Personality you've got it, O oh, Lord. From all calamities, please protect. Please protect the demigods, O oh, King of Vrindavan, O oh, King of the Mountain, King, King of Raja, O oh, King who enjoys cowherd boy pastimes eternally, O oh, King of Radha, O oh, King of Eight Philosophers, O oh, Lifter of Govardhan Hill, O oh, Lord who can then do any impossible task. Please save us. Sinarda said, "Us in this way, krishna who is the Supreme Personality of Godhead, the King of Goku, in a voice of thunder, replied to the demigods, prostrate before him. The Supreme Personality of Godhead. Anyway, it's interesting that it's a, a voice of thunder, you know, because the demigods are coming to Golok, but they're still in awe and reverence, and it's still seeing the majesty of the Lord, right? To them, the Lord is not showing his sweetness. He's showing his Aishwarya. And he's showing how all the other forms are entering into him. And how he is the avatari, the source of all avatars. And that when he speaks, he speaks in a, thorn, in a voice of thunder. The Almighty Lord. Right. The Supreme Personality of got said, O Shiva, O eldest among the demigods, O demigods, hear my words. By my order, you and your wife should take birth by your Amsa expansions in the family of the Yadus. I will also descend. I will remove the earth's burden. I will perform the work you request. I will take birth in the Yadus family. The Vedas are my wits. The Brahmanas are my mouth. The cows are my body. You demigods are my limbs. My devotees are the life breath in my heart. Millennium after millennium, Whenever the blasphemer stop religion, sacrifice, and mercy, I descend myself. Sinarda said, When her husband, Lord Krishna, the master of the universes, had spoken, she rather overcome with fear of being separated from him. And now, like a flowering vine burning in a great forest fire, weeping, trembling, about to faint, unconscious, and the hairs of her body erect, spoke to him. She rather said, Go to the earth and remove its burden. Hear my great vow. O oh, Lord of my life, when you are gone, I will not keep my body alive in this place. If you do not believe my words, I will say them a second time. If you go, then my life, yearning to depart, will become like camphor dust. The Supreme Personality of had said, I will go with you. O oh, Radha, don't lament. I will remove the earth burden, and I will keep your word. She rather said, my heart cannot be happy when there's no Vindavan forest, no Yamuna river, and no Govanan hill. she Narada said, then Lord Krishna sent to the earth Govardhan hill, Yamuna river, and a 47 crore, gross uh, portion of his abode. <clears throat> bowing and bowing again with the demigods, Brahma addressed the original Supreme Personality Godhead, Sri Krishna. Sri Brahma said, where will I take birth? Where will you take birth? Where will the demigods take birth? In what homes? With what names? The Supreme Personality of Godhead said, I will take birth in Devaki from Vasudev, my transcendental Kali expansion. Sesa will take birth in Rohivi. Of this, there is no doubt. The goddess of fortune will take birth as Bismaka's daughter, Rukmini. Lord Shiva's concert will take birth as Jambavati. Tulasi will take birth as Satya and Vasundra as Satyabama. Dakshin will become Laxman, Viraja will become Kalindi, Ri will become Braja, and Janavi, who destroys sins, will become Mitravinda. Born in Rukmini, Kamadeva will be known as Prajumna. You will take birth as his son, of this there is no doubt. devasu Drona will become Nanda, and Dara will be remembered as Yasoda. Suchandra will take birth as Rishabhanu, and his wife, Kalavati, will also take birth. On the earth, she will be known as Kirti, In her Radha will take birth. Again and again, I will perform the Rasa dance in the circle of Raja with the Gopis. The supreme personality of god it said my friends Sridham and subada will take up birth the hmm. supreme personality of god it said my friends Sridham and subal will take birth in the homes of nanda and upananda Stoke krishna arjuna and amsu will take birth in the nine homes of nanda's relatives my friends Vishal, Risa, Tejasvi, Tejasvi, and Prasta and Varutapa will take birth among the six relatives of King Bhanu. Sri Brahma said, who is Nanda? Who is Bhanu? O master of the demigods, please describe the nature of Prananda. So, with these little snippets from the uh, scriptures, we will uh, um, try and remain absorbed in uh, in Radasami. So, the Garga Samhita is describing to us uh, the visit of the demigods to Goloka, who requested Krishna to actually appear in this world and and krishna appears explains now how he is appearing in vindavan the demigods yes we're told to appear in the yadu dynasty but krishna is with his associates appearing in vindavan so let's read a little more Brahma said, Who is Nanda? Who is Visabhanu, O master of the demigods? Please describe the nature of Upananda. The Supreme Personality of Godhead said, They are coward people. Day and night they protect the cows in the villages of cowards. Listen as I will describe him. them. The Gopas say that Nanda is the master of 900,000 cows and Upananda is the master of 500,000 cows. They say that Visabhanu is the master of a million cows. And at King Nanda's home are 10 million cows. So I, didn't, I don't understand that, because it says he has 900,000 cows, and then it says at his home there are 10 million cows. So it's a bit confusing. And visabhanu has 5 million cows, it says here. So and Suchandra, Suchandra and Jonah and Vraja each have that number. Anyway, they have many cows, that's for sure, whatever the numbers are. These two gopa kings will be rich with all virtues, and my Raja will also be hundreds of beautiful, of be- beautifully dressed Gopis, their faces like hundreds of moons. Sri Brahma said, O friend of the poor, O Lord, O cause of the universe, O Supreme Personality of Godhead, please completely describe these groups of Gopis. The Supreme Personality of Godhead said, "O Brahma, the sages say that the number of 100 million is called one Arbuddha. In each group there are 10 Arbuddhas. So it's a very big group. Some of the gopis who live in Koku are doorkeepers. Some decorate the divine couple and some prepare the divine couple's bed. Some of these Gopis, associates of the Lord, protect the forest of Vindavan. Some reside by Govardhan Hill and some decorate the forest groves. Some will reside in the forest of my Rajas. Some will reside by the Yamuna and some by the Ganges. Rama, Madhu Madhavi, Viraja, Lalita and Vishaka will each lead a group. O Brahma, in Raja there will be groups led by eight Gopis, by 16 Gopi friends and by 32 Gopi friends. Some of the Gopis to be had been personified Vedas, some great sages, some women in Mithila, some women in Kosala, some women in Ayodhya, some Yajna Sitas, and some Belinda girls. In previous millennium, having received a benediction from me, they will become various groups of gopis in my beautiful Vraja. Sri Brahma said, how will they become gopis in Vraja? O Personality of it because of what pious deed or what benediction will they attain the position even the great yogis cannot attain? Supreme Personality of Godhead said, when to eat the personified Vedas, offer prayers to him with eloquent words, the Lord's form foremost thousand of feet becomes pleased. Sri Arisa, choose a benediction, whatever your heart desires, what is difficult to attain for they whom... I have pleased. The personified Veda said, because you are beyond the material mind and material words, we cannot perfectly understand you. If you wish to give us a benediction and please directly show us your transcendental form, which the scholars of the Puranas say is full of bliss. The Supreme Personality of Godhead said, hearing this, the Lord showed them his own abode where there's only bliss, and there's neither decay nor death." Um, so yes, the, uh, the abode of the Lord um, is where there's the forest named Vindavan, which is opulent with beautiful forests of trees that fulfill all desires, which bring happiness in every season. Where there is the hill named Govardhan, which has beautiful caves and swiftly moving streams, which is made of jewels and precious minerals, and which is filled with graceful birds. Where there is the Yamuna, which is the best of rivers, which has pure and delicious water, which is filled with lotuses, swans, and other flowers and birds, and which has shores made of precious jewels. And where the infallible Lord, whose form is that of a youth, stood among many gopis intoxicated by tasting the nectar, of many rasa dances having revealed this the lord said what more shall i do for you tell me you've seen my realm there's no benediction better than seeing it Hmm. anyway this part is describing krishna's mood and the gopis it is a very extensive work it is uh, um, it is like thousands of pages And I mean, I have a total of uh, 5,197 pages here in this book. So uh, it describes many different pastimes. If I just jump, then uh, let's see, go back a little to start at the beginning. Then it says, the great festival of Sri Giriraj. Sri Giriraj Mahatsav. Sri said, hearing Sri Krishna's words, Nanda, Sanandan and the other rulers of Raja were filled with wonder. Abandoning what they had done, they performed the worship of Govardhan Hill. O King of Mithila, taking many offerings, King Nanda, Yasoda, their two sons, Krishna Balaram and Gargamuni, all eager and joyful, went to worship Govardhan Hill. Quickly climbing, climbing on a wonderfully decorated great elephant, chained with golden shackles, Nanda went with the many cows and with the wealth of the autumn forest to the edge of Govardhan Hill. He looked like Indra himself, accompanied by his beloved. Bringing the ingredients for, the, for performing the yakis, the Nandas, Upanandas and Visabanus, along with their wives, children and grandchildren, went to Govardhan Hill. Dressed in splendid garments and jeweled ornaments, and eager as... A chakori bird, a bumblebee, As she rode in the palanquin with her friends, Radha looked like Sachi herself. O king, nicely decorated, gracefully moving two beautiful chamaras, accompanied by millions of Gopi friends, and their faces splendid as two moons. Radha's best friends, Lalita and Vishaka, glorious stood by her side." So we can see that the, uh, the Karaka Samhita is a bit more confidential. Describing the pastimes of Krishna in Vrindavan, in particularly with the gopis. Um, Therefore, I will now uh, not carry on reading from there. Um, I'll just shift to simply back to the uh, to the birth of Krishna. Mm. Somehow or other, we spend this day trying to uh, be absorbed in hearing and chanting. Um, let me see what I have Krishna consciousness. While Akura was offering his prayers to the supreme personality of Godhead, the Lord disappeared from the water, exactly as an expert dramatic actor changes his dress and assumed his original feature. After the Vishnu Murti disappeared, akrura got out of the water. Uh, now, the other day we were reading from the uh, from the Gargas Samhita how Balaram was seated there. Uh, Entire Vindavan was on his lap and there was Govardhan and the Yamuna and so on. And in this way, Balaram was providing, actually, the, uh, the facility for the pastimes of Krishna. So Balaram is the Sandini Shakti. Uh, Krishna then is, uh, yes, he also appeared his form. Here just described that, uh, so he saw the Vishnu-murti um, in the water, but he saw some sort of uh, Krishna expanding himself into many forms. Akura said, My dear Lord, all wonderful things that are happening within this world, either in the sky or in the water or on the land, are factually appearing in your universal form. So when I've seen you, what wonderful things have I not seen? This statement confirms the, the Vedic version, that one who knows Krishna knows everything, and what, that one who has seen Krishna has seen everything, regardless of how wonderful a thing may be. My dear Lord, Akrura continued, There cannot be anything more wonderful than your transcendental form. When I have seen your transcendental form, what is there left to see? After saying this, Akrura immediately started driving the chariot, and by the end of the day, they reached the precincts of Mathura, as they rode from, Mathura to, to, from Vindavan to Mathura, all the passers-by along the way who saw Krishna and Balaram could not help but look at him. Look at them again and again. In the meantime, the other inhabitants of Vrindavan, headed by Nanda and Upananda, had already reached Mathura by going through the forest, and they were awaiting the arrival of Krishna and Balaram in a garden. Upon reaching the entrance to Mathura, Krishna and Balaram got down from the chariot and shook hands with Mathura. Krishna informed him, You may go home now, because we shall enter Mathura later, along with our associates. A replied, My dear Lord, I cannot go to Mathura alone, leaving you aside. I am your surrendered servant. Please do not try to avoid me. Please come along with me, with your elder brother and coward boyfriends, and sanctify my house. My dear Lord, if you come, my home will be sanctified by the dust of your lotus feet, the water emanating from the perspiration of your lotus feet, namely the ganges purifies everyone, including the forefathers, the fire god, and all other demigods. Palimaraj becomes famous simply by washing the lotus feet, and he enjoyed all material opulences, and later on was elevated to the highest position of liberation. The Ganges water not only sanctifies the three worlds, but is carried on the head of Lord Shiva. The ancestors of Bhagirata, sanctified by this water, achieved the heavenly planets, O Supreme Lord of Lords, O Master of the Universe, one can achieve piety simply by hearing your transcendental pastimes. O Supreme Narayan, who are praised with select verses, I offer my obeisances unto you. Hmm. So, Lord of Lords is Devadeva. O Supreme Narayan, who is praised by Select verses, I think, is Uttama Sloka, uh, or Master of the Universe. Could be Jagatpati, uh, or Jagadish, mm. but it's more Lord of the Universe. One who can achieve piety simply by hearing about your transcendental pastimes. On hearing this, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Krishna, replied, Akrura, I shall surely come to your home with my elder brother Balaram, but only after killing all the demons who are envious of the Yadu dynasty. In this way, I shall please all my relatives. Akrura became a little disappointed by these words of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, but he could not disregard the order. He therefore entered Mathura. Uh, And informed Kamsa about the arrival of Krishna, and then he entered his own home. After Akura's departure, Lord Krishna Balram and the coward boys entered Mathura to see the city. In the Samhita, it is said they took permission from Nanda Maharaj to go see the city. And Nanda Maharaj said, Yes, you can go, but not don't stay too long, because after all, it's Kamsa's city. It's a demoniac city. But it's or the, the king is a demon. But it was a very beautiful city. It was just an amazing city to see, actually. Quite extraordinary. Very opulent. After Akura's departure, Lord Balam and the coward boys entered Mathura to see the city. They observed that the gate of Mathura was made of first-class marble, very well constructed, and that the doors were made of pure gold. They were, there were gorgeous orchards and gardens all around, and the whole city was encircled by canals so that no enemy could enter very easily. They saw that all the crossroads were decorated with gold, and there were copper and brass storehouses from stocking grain. And there were many rich men's houses, all appearing asymm- all appearing symmetrical, as if, in- as if constructed by one engineer. The houses were decorated with costly jewels, and each and every house had nice compounds of trees bearing fruits and flowers. The corridors and verandas of the houses were decorated with silk cloth and embroidery work and jewels and pearls. In front of the balcony windows were pigeons and peacocks walking and cooing. All the grain dealers shops were within the city and were decorated with different kinds of flowers and garlands, newly grown grass and pleasing flowers like narcissus and roses. So in this way, the opulence of uh, Mathura is described. Um, it's, a, it's a city, after all. Uh, it is. Um, the opulence is in buildings and uh, in beautiful parks and gardens, uh, whereas the opulence of Vrindavan is, is more nature's beauty. It is the forest. It is all spontaneous, whereas the opulence of Mathura is is formally laid out and sort of like that, like, like in a city. Um, of course, you know, Vindavan, the placard of Krishna, is considered uh, uh, is so much more dear to Krishna. And the cowherd boys didn't like opulence. When they were decorated with jewels, they would cover, with, uh, um, with, with, leaves and flowers from the forest. So. To them, the forest was the greatest treasure. So speaking about wealth, the greatest wealth was for the cowherd boys in the Vrindavan, uh, Vrindavan, forest. So like that, we spend our me, just remembering Krishna and every once in a while I'll read something, but uh, now we will take uh, again. A little break. Hare Krishna.